Hello and welcome to The Pamela Show, where we learn and grow together. I am so excited to have you with me today because my guest today is absolutely amazing. Her name is Demi Radiv, and she is the reigning Miss Minnesota International. And let me tell you, her beauty is way more than skin deep. This woman has a powerful message. When her family first came to America, they ended up in a fire and lost everything. And this was in the day and time when you couldn't just go to an internet and just Google something and reprint off papers that you needed. She learned from a young age how to power up, how to pick yourselves up, pick yourself up and start again. She learned the power of community and also walked through an amazing story regarding the power of health and nutrition. And she is gonna deliver all of this to you today. Welcome, my dear friend, Demi, Miss Minnesota. Take it away, Demi. Welcome back to the Pamela Show. Welcome back to the Pamela Show. I'm so glad to have you here with us today because we have royalty with us. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you can see the crown and the sash. This is my beautiful friend, Demi Radiva, the reigning, yes, reigning Miss Minnesota. Yay! And I'm so excited that you're here. Your national pageant is coming up in July. And we are we we just are thinking good thoughts and, and all of that that you will win because you know what, Demi, you are beautiful inside and out. And I'm so excited for everybody to learn all about you and your platform and how they can get involved in your vision today. So with no further ado, would you please tell us who's Demi? Hi, everybody. And Pamela, thank you so much for having me on today. I am so grateful to be able to share my story through this new platform that you have. And congratulations on your show. I think that's that's huge blessing. I am the reigning Miss Minnesota, as Pamela shared. My platform is called Food for Thought, and I am focused on empowering the future generation through better nutrition. And why am I doing that? I personally have struggled with food insecurity multiple times in my life. I almost lost my mother to heart disease. So this particular issue is very near and dear to my heart. Over the years, I've received my master's in health policy and I work as director of strategy and innovation at one of the largest healthcare companies in the world. And that's when I created our first ever enterprise strategy on nutrition. And so these experiences have given me a lot of information and understanding about the connection between food insecurity and chronic nutrition related disease later in life. So I am here to share my stories of empowerment with you today. And I thought the perfect way to organize all these stories is according to my platform tagline, which is nourish, empower, succeed. And the stories that I'll share with you provide an in-depth understanding of each one of these pieces that make up the essence of what is my platform, Food for Thought. So let's start with nourish. Nourishment is defined as the food 
or other substances necessary for growth, health, and good conditions. Notice that there are two layers. There's an inside layer and an outside layer. Inside includes what we feed our body, what we feed our mind, our soul, how much we exercise, the values and the beliefs that we hold near and dear to our heart. Outside of us, that good conditions, part of the definition, that includes the friends that we surround ourselves with, the family, the community, the neighbors. Both layers are necessary and are in constant reinforcement with each other. And we can either create a virtuous cycle or a vicious one in our life. Let me give you an example. Mom almost lost her life to heart disease a few years ago. What happened that led her to that point where we're all standing in the ER, not knowing what's going to happen? Over the years, outside her, she was um, uh, raised by my grandma. And my grandma was key in, um, in nourishing my mom. She was a baker, and sweets were the norm. They were plentiful and delicious at the same time. The time and place where my mom grew up, there was scarcity of much else. The country was using coupons, trying to ration food, so there wasn't enough fresh produce to go around. Inside, my mom's thought process then became to rely on this idea of a scarcity, scarcity mindset where we're not sure if there will be food tomorrow, so I better clean my plate because if there's food now, you know, I must eat it because I don't know if there's going to be food there tomorrow. And so that mindset and belief system served her well in the time and place that she was in. But once we moved and immigrated to the U.S., and all of us, actually, my mom, my dad, and myself, we all worked in fast food in the beginning when we first moved here. So our access to fast food was plentiful. And that's what we depended on. That's what we could afford at the time. And so that mindset of cleaning your plate and eating everything that's in front of you actually no longer served her well. Cardiovascular diseases continue to be a woman's greatest health threat. Mom needed to change and adjust to these new conditions, um, but it's hard to change habits once they've been deeply ingrained since childhood. When I asked my mom after she was hospitalized what she would do differently, she said, I wish I had built a better relationship with food early in life, so I would never have to put myself or you guys through this in the first place. After mm -hmm. being hospitalized, she was put on multiple medications, had terrible side effects, she felt trapped. It wasn't until she changed her lifestyle and diet that she healed. She went into remission and no longer requires that medication. So my tagline starts with nourish because in my experience, we must build those healthy habits early in life. And behavior change is not impossible, but it's just so much harder later in life. And parents and communities have significant influence on children's eating habits. 78% of adults in Minnesota consume less than five fruit and vegetable servings per day. So what is that example that we are setting, not only to our kids, but to just the general community, to our friends? And also a lot of that inner dialogue that goes on, our kids observe. So if we label certain foods as good or bad, later in life, they adopt that sort of mentality and relationship with food. Um, which can be quite um, hurtful. And um, 
this is this is why I partner with the American Heart Association. There's, you know, cardiovascular conditions are um, such a big problem for women today, and they have a initiative called Go Red for Women. And so I want to be able to raise awareness of this health condition, just like my mom suffered. I really don't want any other kids and children to go through that experience with their own moms. And so, um, you know, another, re another reason why moms are so important, the Harvard Business Review found 59% of women make healthcare decisions for others. If that's the metric for health decisions, imagine the metric for food choice. Oftentimes, mom is the one cooking at home and preparing the food. It's easy to see how important it is to engage Dr. Mom in this particular conversation. I completely understand um, that this is something, unfortunately, that we don't always have control over. So in the case of my grandma and my mom, my grandma didn't really have a choice. Um, it was the place and time in which they lived, the circumstances, also her skill set of being a baker, what influenced what she was able to provide. And let me tell you, later in life, she was an amazing cook. Um, but if you live in a food desert and have no access to fresh groceries, it's much harder to provide anything else but fast food. So sometimes it's just about the environment that we live in and and still there are ways and methods in which that um, you can still cook healthfully and not have to rely on um on that you know fast food um additionally even if one does not live in a food desert i think there's often this perception that cooking takes time and skills so people avoid it but let me tell you cooking is often faster than fast food it takes me two to five minutes to make a salad, 15 to make an apple banana cinnamon pancake, <laughs> which I love, and most about 30 minutes to make a pizza from scratch, including the crust. And you can follow me on social media if you want some inspiration and tips and tricks on how I do, um, I do what I do. But so three really quick trip uh, tips on how to nourish oneself, I would say avoid the labels. So anything in a box or plastic will have preservatives and other ingredients which may be harmful if consumed over time. So go for the fresh produce whenever you can. I would say experiment. The only way to find out which foods you like or dislike and the only way to get your child to eat foods is to expose them to different textures, to different um, colors and have them experiment and taste those foods for themselves. And then have fun. A few Christmases ago, I bought a juicer, and now my brother and I see it as a science project and experiment to mix fruits and veggies in there and see which combinations we like the most. It's a great way to bond and also get kids genuinely interested on feeding their bodies well um, and building those healthy habits early on. So my point is that our habits can be life creating or life destroying. My mom ended up in the ER and we're lucky that she's here with us today. That is amazing. So number one is nourishing, right? Yeah. And I wanna ask you, okay, what's the latest science experiment with your brother? <laughs> <laughs> the latest science experiment well, we've been trying different nut milks, so um, almond milk, macadamia milk, coconut milk, to try and see which one is going to give 
certain fruits the best taste. <laughs> I, I so you're mixing these different milks with different fruits and making kind of a smoothie juice type of thing, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so another part of your tagline is empower, which really speaks to me because I'm all about empowerment. So share a little bit with us in regards to empower and your uh, platform. Yeah, so this idea of virtual cycle and vicious cycle and life and death actually directly leads us into this topic of empowerment. What does it mean to empower? It's the ability to give someone the authority or power to do something. I believe that we can have authority or power just by virtue of being alive. Yeah. But there are two pieces to this definition as well. So the one piece is that um, a life piece, which means we actually have presence and thus ability to influence. If we're dead, that's it. It's over. We can't influence anything. Um, but you know, that's uh, that having been alive and then also being nourished. So if we're mm -hmm. malnourished or if we're sick, we have some sort of chronic nutrition related disease, it's disempowering. It's all consuming. That's all you're focused on is how can I just, how can I get food on the table? How can I take care of myself? How can I heal myself? Mm -hmm. That is all consuming. And so it's disempowering. So the second piece of it, that once our basic needs are taken care of and we've healed or we are able to put food on the table, we can focus on things outside of ourselves. If we're well and healthy, then we can expand our impact beyond ourselves to our family, to our community, to our state, beyond that. Let me give you an example. A few years after we moved to the US, we lost our home to a fire. Everything was completely destroyed, destroyed, but we were alive. And that in itself meant we have power to change our circumstances. However, there's a difference between having power and feeling empowered. We needed to have our basic needs met to actually be able to focus on resolving our situation and get out of it. When the community came to us, um, they gave us food, they gave us clothes, they gave us um, all my school books burned. So the school actually gave me school books. Um, the churches, we actually lived in between two churches in the community and both had clothes drives, food drives. Without that, we wouldn't have felt empowered. Mm -hmm. This intervention from the community helped mom and dad keep working. It helped my brother and I continue to go to school. And as a result, I was able to graduate. And my family and I were able to actually find a new home in this process. So quick tip when it comes to empowerment, I would say is empower your community, help in crisis situations. You don't know how much this may mean to someone. It may mean life or death. For my family, it meant that we, we got to stay in the US and build our new home here. Mm -hmm. During COVID, you can say that we've all been in a crisis situation, but imagine those who've lost their jobs. And my personal family was affected by layoffs. Um, and, you know, there are people in the community who couldn't afford food. And food insecurity has doubled for households with children during the pandemic. So many people need you. This is why I partner with the Care Food Shelf and, you know, Kerber. 
they have provided food for the community for years and they provided food for my family when we needed it. So go to your local food shelf. One, another tip to add here is a lot of food shelves now have refrigeration capacity. So before we had to bring in non-perishables, we had to bring in a lot of the um, different already pre-packaged foods. However, because of this refrigeration capacity, you may bring these kind of perishable fruits, vegetables as well. Um, so the whole point here is self-preservation is key and we as a community can come together and help those in need to change their life for the better so that they feel empowered in moments of struggle. Oh my gosh, uh, empower. I wrote down this, Demi, uh, that we have to be present but that there is an ability to influence others. That is so key. So because you were empowered, you are able to empower others mm -hmm. and focus. And when we're empowering others, we're focusing outside of ourselves. So we're able to focus on our family, coworkers, our neighborhood, our communities, right? And then you gave these great calls to action, like find a food shelf, like that's huge always, but especially right now. And I didn't know that about the refrigeration options. That's huge. Mm -hmm. because Then you can bring fruits or juices or, or whatever. I like that. And then your third part is succeed. So why yes. don't you talk to us about that? Absolutely. So what does success mean? It means the ability to accomplish one's aim or purpose. Our aim when we moved to the US was to build a life here in the US. But when we went through this crisis situation, without being nourished or empowered, that would have been impossible. So my family is extremely grateful for everything our community did to help us survive in that moment, as well as help to get us where we are today. I would say nourishment and empowerment are two prerequisites to success. It's because of my community that I've been able to make it to where I am and to become the things that I am. Miss Minnesota International, the fact that I'm a director at the largest healthcare company in the US, that I'm a lecturer at the University of Minnesota, all of these things, the community helped me get there. By no means have I been able to do that alone. And the bottom line here is that the experience of nourishment empowerment and success is a collective exercise. I don't know anyone who's been able to do all these things in isolation. And so that's my last call to action for all of you is to get engaged. As part of my platform, I partner with the Lifetime Foundation. They're doing amazing things for specifically for kids and schools they give grants to schools to teach their staff on how to cook from scratch so that there's minimal processing in the food that is being served in school lunches. They're doing amazing things to help kids um, live a healthier life and get access to healthy meals. The American Heart Association and their Go Red campaign, raising awareness of women's heart disease. I also am a food hero for the United Nations. In 2021, 
was named the year of fruits and vegetables. So I'm very lucky to be reigning in the year that um, perfectly coincides with my platform. Um, I walked as a heart walk captain. I created a team this year for the American Heart Association's Heart Walk. And I volunteer, I teach dance, I mentor startups in the local community that are in healthcare. I create gardening kits with school kids. Uh, it's, it's just so easy to give back when, when you focus on your strengths, when you focus on your passions. And there's so many organizations who are out there who are willing to get creative with you. And if you don't have the time or a, ability to get those things um, out there in the community, you can always donate. So, you know, those who don't have time, you know, those who do have time actually can use the resources that you've provided them so they can take action. And so you can always donate to my platform via link on my website and my social media. Um, I'm at Miss Minnesota International. I can be both on, found on Facebook and Instagram. And then if you want to join in and participate in my platform, you can use the hashtag food for thought. I would love to partner with you and love to hear from you. Last tip on success is that one person can make all the difference. Watching my mom turn her health around and go into remission from her condition has given me the belief that I can also do what I set my mind to. Be that one. Be that one. Make the change. Be the difference. And I like how you brought it back through all of the other parts of your platform that we, number one, we nourish and then we empower and going in that order is what brings success. And the success comes as we get out of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So we're nourished, kind of like made whole, healed up, ready to be set back on track. And then we have been empowered. So now we begin to empower the world around us in, in small ways, like bringing that can of food or yeah. in bigger ways, like what you're doing right now, right? I mean, there's <laughs> so many different ways to connect, but it is through that empowerment that success happens. And the one thing that Demi, I just, since we have a minute here, I'd like to just kind of bring to the forefront, this is the whole reason that you chose to run in the, in the pageant. And now that you have the title, you are taking your message everywhere that you can to the world, really. And I just wanted to touch on that. Could you just share for a minute or two about why you chose to run in Miss Minnesota? Absolutely. After I came back from grad school at the London School of Economics, I felt like I had lost my community. A lot of my friends had moved away or they had settled down and started families. and. Here I was um, in corporate and I felt quite alone and I wanted to surround myself with other women who were strong, powerful, who were passionate about something else than themselves and really wanted to give back to the community. And while I had lived in London, I watched as one of my friends from high school, she underwent this amazing transformation in her life and she had become and won Mrs. International um uh, mrs minnesota international and so i reached out to her one day and i said val can you share a little bit more with me about your journey and what was this organization you joined 
And so she did, and she was so extremely supportive. And I'm so grateful for her to this day because she even came to my house and took my first headshots, <laughs> with with which I then participated and was able to, you know, go through the process. But um, it, this experience has just brought me so many amazing women into my life um, with with amazing stories, powerful stories that have made such a great difference here in the community. Um, and not not only in their communities, not only for the state, but also nationally and internationally, which um, which is which is absolutely brilliant. And so that's what got me excited and interested interested and this journey keeps giving back and giving back and giving back mm. and i've met you pamela through this experience and i feel so grateful <laughs> i feel so grateful that i now have this connection so i'd love to encourage any other women who may be interested there's so many categories there's a missus there's a miss there's a preteen, uh, et cetera. So even the, the little ones to get them excited about community work and uh, get out there and volunteer, um, let reach out to me and I'm happy to talk to you about the pageant. It's really a wonderful system. That is so awesome. And you wear it well, Demi, you do. Thank you. She's beautiful, isn't she? Oh. Inside <laughs> out. <laughs> All right, so recapping, everybody, you wanna nourish yourself and those around you, which is empowering them. As you are nourished, you step out and begin to empower others. And that brings the ultimate success. Did I get that right, Miss Minnesota? Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. And everybody reach out to Demi. She's told you how to do it. We'll have information at the end of the show for you so you can connect with her and support all she's, uh, all she's supporting. And she's given many calls to action, so it's simple. It's simple to begin nourishing, empowering others and bringing success along the way. Thank you, Demi, for being here today. You are awesome. Love seeing you here wearing your crown. You are amazing. <laughs> you are a treasure. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody for being here today. Remember, you have a purpose by design, not by default. Continue to be the salt and the light everywhere you go. See you next week. On the Pamela Show. Bye. Pamela Hinkle is the founder of the Purpose Center. Pamela is a mindset mentor, author, speaker, minister, and transformation coach. Her weekly podcast, international radio show, and television show are a lifeline that changes lives and inspires people to discover their individual potential through realizing their purpose by design. Pamela is a natural motivator and has shown many how to find their niche and transform their lives. Although success is an uphill battle, Pamela gives the necessary strategies to flourish, cheering you on every step of the way. Pamela shares from her personal experiences, education, and life as a woman in leadership, utilizing decades of knowledge, taking the approach of, let's have coffee and chat. She will awaken your dreams and purpose by design. Are you ready for Pamela to help guide you? Email us at purposewpamela.office at gmail.com or go to her website at purposewithpamela.com. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. Demi, thank you for sharing your amazing story. You unpacked so much for us in the time that we had and really gave us direction 
as to how to utilize all your knowledge in our lives. For all of you that have been here today, take heart to everything that you have learned and please follow up with Demi and see how she's doing and, and let her reigning Miss Minnesota time, let it be a blessing to you. Now remember, we came together at the Pamela Show and we've learned and we have grown together. Now go on out and be the salt and the light everywhere you go.